When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Friday, December 9th, and I am heading out to Miss America tomorrow. Um, so Monday, I may not be on. Uh, next week is going to be hit or miss whether I uh, do podcast or not. I'll probably do very fast ones uh, since I am working. Um, but I'll, I'll keep you updated on the socials. So uh, look in the link below the, the, um, the link tree. I have my Instagram. I have my Twitter. I'll update those private Facebook group. If you just click on the um, Facebook icon at the top of the link tree, you can get in there. Uh, I'm going to post trades if I do them next week. Um, but first off, I want to congratulate everybody who got into Boyle yesterday. You should have gotten out at least with a 5% gain, uh, if not 10. Uh, again, I've got to do my course. I had a couple of people in the private Facebook group say, hey, um, I don't know when to get in or when to get out. Can you help us? Blah, blah, blah. So uh, I may be one of those douches that starts a course or sells a book. I, I might do that. That might be something that I do. I still have to start my other fire podcast. So uh, I'll work on stuff. But the big news in the morning, um, uh, I should make it like a joke. Big news in the morning. But I didn't do a big news in the morning. PPI, producer price index. Um, it's the cost of goods. So you have CPI last week, which is consumer price index, which is the, uh, the price that consumers pay for goods. The producer price index is the price of um, uh, the cost of those goods. So whatever goes into those goods or services, it's the cost. And it was up, which up is, you know, good is bad, bad is good. So up means that inflation is sticky, which gives the Fed the ability to keep their foot on the gas pedal, raise rates. Um, so do we think that next week is a 50-point increase or a 75-point increase? Don't know. Could be either. Um, you know, again, it's Friday. Part of uh, my trading kind of philosophy is Friday, you don't do much. You just kind of watch. If you want to day trade, you absolutely day trade. Um, today, you know, we were just talking on, on YouTube live, I'm 26 minutes in on YouTube live and, um, essentially, uh, Boyle is back up. Boyle's flying again. It's natural gas. It's up, uh, closed at 31. It's at 33. So you've got that one running. If you want to day trade those, day trade them, Boyle, K-O-L-D, S-O-X-L, S-O-X-S. Um, there's an interesting, I put a link, um, and I will go to it on right now on YouTube live and it's direction, direction.com, D I R E X I O N.com. And you can look, they have levered ETFs, um, for single stock directions, bull and bear three times ETFs, um, of treasury bonds, um, bear bull international equity market cap, bull and bear, three times lever. Um, all of these are a great 
trading tool for you if you want to do short-term trades. They're levered, um, you know, SPDN, direct send daily S&P 500 bear one-time shares. So this is instead of shorting. You essentially just look at, you know, if you think the S&P is going to go down, buy that one. Um, you know, uh, this is common uh, for Google. Direct sun one and a half times direction share. Uh, this is the bull. So if you think Google's going to go up, buy this one. If you think it's going to go down, buy GGLS. If you think it's going to go up, GGLL. Uh, Microsoft, Tesla, Amazon, Apple. Um, there, I know there's other companies that have NVIDIA and Tesla uh, ETFs like this. So Google it. I just Googled um, uh, levered ETFs and I found this. But this is a great list. You can do anything that you want. There's uh, industrial bulls. Look at your uh, sectors. These are your sectors that you can do levered ETFs on. It's a great, great tool. Again, I'll, I'll put the, the link in the description of the podcast and the YouTube if you want to look at it. But um, again, Friday, you day trade. And, and, and by the way, don't hold those stocks for an extended period. They are not actual stocks in the company. You're not owning a portion of the company. These are traded with options behind the scenes in order to lever them one and a half, two, three times. So you don't get value in the company. So it's not a long-term uh, trade. So uh, one podcast favorite that I wanted to look at, Costco, had earnings yesterday. They weren't as robust as they could be. Guidance was a little bit down. Um, let's take a look at Active Trader Pro. I'm going to bring my Active Trader Pro a little bit more over here. Um, and let's go into OBS and we'll switch it over to Active Trader Pro. And so Costco Live right now, uh, Costco, C O S T is the symbol, down at 478, closed at 481. Uh, yesterday's day range was 473 to 483. Uh, if we look, go back to Safari and we look at our algorithm in TrendSpider, it's got no confirmation. Um, the MACD is looking like it's going to change directions at some time. The RSI is at 32. I think, again, I kind of point out this a lot. Costco is a super well-run company. Um, they, they run off of membership fees, so it's a pretty solid um, uh, investment. Uh, I would say if you can get this under 500, you buy it at 500. There was a gap here between 492 and 500. That's been filled on the way down. So there's no more gaps that I can see in the near term. Uh, let's pull this back a little bit so that we can um, drag more uh, history on this one. Uh, I don't want that. I want to actually shrink that. We're going to collapse our indicator list so we can see more of this. <clears throat> um, I don't see gaps, but you can clearly see it's been an up and down ride between 430 and 550, which is a great, great trading stock. The algorithm makes you 50%. Buying and holding Costco makes you 28%. Um, you have 22 positions within those 1,000 candles. You win... Um, 36% of the time, and your average win is 11%. There's a great trading stock. I also think it's a great buy and hold stock. 
I think anything under 500, you could buy and hold a, a significant position and still be perfectly fine. Because look at this one. If we go long-term and we go weekly on this, you've got an ascending triangle on the weekly. It's still in that upward trajectory. It's still got a great management team. It's still got a great platform. I think it's a, it's a good stock to hold. On the other side, we had Lululemon come out with weak guidance. Um, Lululemon is in a run right now. Uh, the algorithm would have you in. It bought you in. Uh, I say under 300, you buy this one. It had you in at 299, ironically, October 17th. Um, they had weak guidance. They will uh, report down. So I'm not going to go into more. I don't buy Lululemon. It's uh, over, overpriced, but the quality is there. Uh, people I know um, absolutely love Lululemon. Let's just take a look. I'm going to go over to Active Trader Pro. I won't switch the window. But let's see what it's trading at right right now. I think it was two or three percent down. Um, it's trading at three forty six. It closed at three seventy four. So um, you've got a gap here between three twenty four and three forty. My assumption is you're filling that gap, and you're going right back down to the two hundred. The two hundred day is used as support on this one. Uh, it's pretty clear it's been used as support, um, other than maybe the summertime where it just got too expensive. Um, and it was up in this range when it got too expensive and it just crashed down. So I think you could see this one go back to 300, under 300. So I, I would trade this one. Um, I, I like to trade on this one. Um, I wanted to look at some of the mainstays that I've looked at in the past um, since it is Friday. UNH, I said anything under 500, you grab this one. It hasn't been under 500 um, since July. So... I might have to move this one, but it's a super expensive company if we go over here to uh to Finviz. 26 is the PE, forward PE of 21. It's got a 1.2% dividend. Year to date, it's up 9.12. When you're when the S&P is down like 15% and year to date a stock is up 10%, eh, it's kind of had a good run. Um so it, it right now the algorithm had you in November 21st, just at 529, you had all the confirmation and you still have confirmation. Problem is the RSI is at 60. So I think it's just run too much. Um, but keep an eye on it because that is a mainstay one that I would suggest buying and holding. Um, healthcare is a big one. Qualcomm, which I've always said is a great one, just got you out of a 6% gain, got you back in right away, and then it kind of lost all its gain. It still has an ascending triangle. But it's clear that ascending triangle is using the 200 date, which is at 130, and you're trading only at 121. It's using that as resistance level. So I would say wait on this one um, for that MACD to cross up again. The RSI is kind of eh. Uh, they have their earnings coming up in February. So there's no real catalyst on that one anytime soon. Another one that I love that probably, and we'll look at this one real quick, uh, Cleveland Cliffs. Uh, is one uh, algorithm had you in at 1365. You have another ascending triangle. You're at 1616. I wouldn't buy into this one. Uh, the the button hook hasn't happened, but it is clear that, that it's right up against that 200 day. I would suggest since it's a Friday and we don't know what's going to happen, uh, 1365, if you've got 10% in this one, take a little bit off, take some profits. There's nothing wrong with taking some profits in this one. You can always back back in on Monday. Just buy back in, take some profits. Uh, 
you know, what is it? Pigs get slaughtered, um, whatever. Um, there were some interesting final trades last night on uh, CNBC. One was uh, Freeport McNamara, FCX. I haven't talked about this one in a while because commodities just weren't doing that well. But all of a sudden, since October, it's really been doing well. Uh, $29 was the buy-in on the algorithm. Again, if you had TrendSpider and you wanted to look at materials, you don't have to count on me. Look at the algorithm and you can look at it yourself. $29.14 was the buy-in on October 20th. You've had all confirmation and you've still got confirmation at $38. Problem is the RSI is high, 63. MACD is high. Uh, it's over the 200-day. Um, Freeport McNamara is a materials company. It's not super expensive. It's kind of the value. Um, but it goes along with, you know, it's 15 PE, forward PE of 23. November 11th, downgrade from so Scotiabank. Uh, and the price target is 34. You're trading at 39. So... I would expect this one to kind of probably move down. But if you're in it, stay in it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that one. Uh, the other one that I wanted to look at was um, Merck, uh, MRK. Um, this is one that has been running and, and running and running and running. September 22nd, you had to buy in at $87. You're trading at 110 right now. Crazy good run in a crazy good company in a crazy good sector, healthcare. So it, you're coming up on your ex-dividend date, December 14th. Um, I don't think they have a huge dividend, but it's pretty healthy, 2.63%. This one is up 44% year to date. Uh, its PE is 18, so it's not super expensive, but you, know, you can always buy back in. My guess is that you're gonna come down to this 50-day at some point in time right now, the RSI is at 68. The MACD is way up there. Um, I wouldn't get into this one, but I think if you get in, um, could get this one anywhere between 93 and I'd say 98, anything under 100, I think you'd be okay with this one. Because I do think, you know, you, you look on FinViz, uh, it's, point, it's at its 52-week high, 0.12, but it's 54% off its 52-week low. So crazy good company, crazy well-run. Um, but that, those two were the final trades that I wanted to go over for Ignacio on Facebook. Um, he wanted me to comment on puts on Carvana. And my response to him was, I'm not a, um, options trader and I can't, I'm not going to guide you in options. I think options are 100%. If you're an advanced trader, great. Use them. If you're a beginner trader, if you have less than, um, I'd say, half a million dollars in your uh, trading account, don't do options. Absolutely do not do options on margin. Uh, you're looking for a get-rich-quick scheme, and that has a way of blowing up people. Um, but that, and that's why I don't do options. Uh, I don't usually trade with half a million dollars. <laughs> um, and I don't talk about one trade. I'm talking about your overall portfolio. Um, not net worth, but your trading portfolio. Um, but Carvana is going to go bankrupt. Just, it's going to go bankrupt. You do have some upward trajectory. You're still not above that nine day. The RSI is at 35. Um, I don't know. You're going to have to, Ignacio, you're going to have to look and, and you're going to have to research what happens on puts if a, if a com company goes to zero and pulls their stock off. I don't exactly know. Um, my guess is you get paid out, um, but 
Google that one. So I, 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 Carvana, it's a shit show. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. Um, let's look at that one. He wanted to comment on that one. Carvana, I'm not even going to comment on the, the, the stock because it's a shit show. Bed Bath and Beyond is kind of the same thing. Uh, I don't think they're making money. Let me see. Bed Bath and Beyond. No, they're not making money. Carvana is definitely not making money. I don't even have to look on Finviz. Um, September, Bed Bath and Beyond, Odeon. Sell to hold, $7.50 price target. It's trading at $3.34. There's no reason to think it's getting back up to 7 You got a gap up here between 9 and 11 but the 200 days at 8 um, there's no confirmation whatsoever. The algorithm has you in at three thirty-five. You're trading at three thirty-four days later. I can't imagine there's any any reason you would want to chance your money in this one. There are so many better and good investments that you could put your money into and, and potentially make money a year or two down the line. If if you're doing Bed Bath and Beyond, I wouldn't hold it more than a day. I'd probably look to boil. Boyle's probably a better one. And no, James, you haven't missed REI. I'll put in REI for you. Um, but I haven't, I haven't, I can't recommend Bed Bath Beyond. That's like, you know, my, my cousin um, with GameStop. She made a ton of money on GameStop. She bought it somewhere in the like $15, $15 range. And it was up near 50 or 60 and I kept telling her, get out, get out. You got to sell. It's not worth that amount of money. And it kept going in a short squeeze. Went all the way up to 400 She never sold. She thought it was going to continue to go. She never sold. All of a sudden, it's at 200 All of a sudden, it's at 100 At some point in time, you have to understand that the, the fundamentals of a company actually matter. And even with GameStop, the fundamentals actually matter. Um, so... Uh, what's BK? Let me, oh, bankruptcy. I think, yeah. Bank, if you want to know BK, Bank of New York. Um, I don't know if Ignacio, you want to know that one, but, um, the algorithm has you out. It's got a gap. You're probably dipping below the 200 day. Um, I think Bank of New York, if you want, if that's part of what you were asking, because I think you might've been asking about bankruptcy but B, if you want to know about the symbol BK, um, it's a bank, man. <laughs> there are better banks out there for an opportunity like Bank of America. Um, we talked about it yesterday. I think it's putting in that button hook down there. So oversold. So oversold. Wells Fargo, same kind of thing. So oversold and so quickly. Uh, you don't have confirmation to get in yet, but it's getting there. Get TrendSpider, get the algorithm, and you can see it. I mean, it's so clear. And, and then let's go to my favorite, and, and we'll avoid the censors. It's Shitty Bank. <laughs> I love that one. Anybody, any South Park fans, and I think Cooper was a South Park fan who pointed it out yesterday, but Shitty Bank. Um, same thing. Shitty Bank is probably, you know, going under 40. Um, at some point in time, it just lost. You know, it's using that 200-day. Once you get to that 200 day on shitty bank, you got to be worried about it. So uh, let's look at REI for James since he just kind of popped in here. Uh, REI, yeah, it's still on that slide. See, it doesn't have con the confirmation. This was the, this was the gamble, James, was at that 273, I said, hey, it's 273, but you're below that nine day and you've got this gap down here. 
Um, I think you're probably going based on yesterday's candles and the MACD still going down. It's so oversold. I think you might see this $2.17 in the play today, um, just in the middle of this candle right here, 217 to 220, uh, if we continue to slide. But I hopefully you got out of this one. If you're still in it at some point in time, I think it makes sense because this is a company, again, it's making money. It's an energy company that's making money. It doesn't have a huge PE, but it's making money. August 1st, downgraded. Um, $4.99. They took the price to $7.50. Um, Roth Capital, you know, seven. The problem is the oil. Oil's going down to $75. It's still going down. Um, so, and you want to know about Shell too. Shell's probably the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it got you out with a 0.69% uh, gain yesterday, but you got that ascending triangle. It's still kind of been a bullish run, but you've got this gap down here, and that's above. The, the the 200 day. So I think that gap at 55 to 54, it's still in play, still in play. So between those two, energy is just one of those things that people in power want gas to be cheap. That's how they, you know, they, they, they just want to manipulate it and they want it to be cheap. The only people that want it to be expensive are the Saudis and OPEC. So they want to make money off of it. Uh, Ignacy also wanted to know about the trading desk, TTD and TTD is great. Um, if you guys don't know about TTD, they are the ones that, uh, my friends, my parents, friend's son used to be the C CFO. He's now the CFO of Expedia or CEO of Expedia, I believe. Um, but, uh, he was talking about this one right before the pandemic in January. And, and by the way, we'll take you back here. He was telling my parents and everybody in January of 2020, um, you should be buying the trading desk. We're providing ads on streaming platforms, and it's just a great company financially. We're going to be doing really well. Motley Fool picked them up at that point and said, "Yeah, they're a great company. Uh, we're gonna, you know, we think they they have a big future." Uh, by the way, that was here at about twenty dollars. Okay, uh, well, I should say. 26 was where we kind of heard about it and Motley Fool kind of picked it up. Um, it went all the way to 90 and then up here, 105. So you had a great run on this one. It, it's still a semi um, uh, new platform, but you, know, you finally have the 200 day on the weekly. You're using that 200 day as support. Let's go to the algorithm on this one so we can zoom in a little bit to see exactly where we're, where we are. Uh, right now, the algorithm has you out. The algorithm loses you 35% over a thousand candles. Buying and holding loses you 48%. You have 32 positions, 28% are wins. Your average win is 12%. So you can see here, um, you've got this gap down here between 40 and 43. You're below that 200 day. So I would say that that at some point gets filled on the way down. You don't have confirmation right now. The algorithm has you out. So I would say hold off on this one. Um, it's probably not worth the risk. There are better setups than this one, but I think it's just not worth the risk. So Ignacio, thanks for your questions. Thanks for listening. Uh, I look forward to more, more kind of 
hey, let's roll the dice and YOLO <laughs> off of Wall Street bets. Because I think, Ignacio, if I'm not mistaken, you're, you're the typical retail trader who um, is on the Netflix documentary singing I Like the Stock. And if you don't know what that is, watch that this weekend. Just look up Wall Street Bets on, on, on uh, Netflix and watch I Like the Stock. And, and Ignacio, you may be one of those rappers on I Like the Stock. Um, oh, another one that he wanted me to go over, Rivian. Rivian, everybody thinks Rivian's going to make them the next Tesla. The Rivian, uh, you know, the, the valuation is just, it's too much. It's not going to make you the next Tesla. It's not going to go up 100%. You want to know the, the next Tesla? It's Tesla. Tesla's going to continue to grow. Rivian's just not growing as well. They just have a huge, huge backing. Um, they are not making money. Uh, they have a price to sales of 25. Uh, they are down 72% year to date. Too many people uh, piled into this one. It was overhyped. Um, and it's, it's clinging to that 200 day. It's under the 200 day. But you can see ever since August, July, late July, it's been clinging there. And it still hasn't filled this gap down here between 28 and 26. So I would say you still have some downside on this one. And, and I would not go into these risky names with the new year. Just too many other good names to get into. Bank of America, Wells Fargo, uh, Goldman Sachs, um, you know, some of the oil companies, some of the natural gas companies. I, I think there's just too many good names out there for your risk uh, on Rivian because Rivian if, you know, it, it, I, I say this all the time, what your grandmother is cooking uh, on, on Christmas, Christmas Eve dinner, that's priced into the market already. There's nothing you can do. It's already priced into the market. So um, I put in a, it's funny. So let me see if I can do this because I'm going to do this. Well, you know what? I'll do it live on, um, uh, we can do this. Let's. Look at Tesla, and, and I think even Mike Santoli on um, CNBC this morning did this. But if you go and you look at Tesla, and you look at the chart on CNBC.com, and this is where I like to do my comparisons, by the way, and you take a look at it, and you do a comparison of Amazon, and you do a five-year comp, you know, comparison. Amazon's in, in, in green there, and that's the Tesla. So you're up 749% in Tesla. You're up 55% for a five-year. If you do a one-year, look at how close Amazon trades to Tesla. So when, when I talk about um, Tesla being the next Tesla, it's still got room to grow from a one-year standpoint. Now, when you go and you look at Tesla's valuation, um, Tesla PE is 53, Amazon PE is 83. Which one has more room to run? Uh, a car company that's growing in China with record sales or a company that hired too many people has to let people go and, and probably is um, looking at spending a significant amount more money. Um, you know, I, I, in my mind, I think Tesla has the chance to, to actually be better. Um, and I think it's getting some bad rap now. That 185 we talked about on Tesla um, it's, you got you out with a 5% loss. I still say, uh, anything in the one sixties on this one, I think you, you, you start your position at, at the very least. Um, Taiwan semiconductor, which I talk about a lot. Buffett just got into this one. It's been way too, too big of a run. I wouldn't get into it. You're seeing a huge button hook here. It's putting in its platform right above 
the um, the 200 day. I think anything probably between 75 and 80 would be a good price to get in here. You can see 73 to 77. There's a gap there. And it's not going down to fill that gap just yet. They announced yesterday their November revenues were up. So, and they, they reiterated guidance. So, um, yeah, uh, I put that one in. Um, Netflix upgraded by Wells Fargo price target to 400. Netflix, God, this has been a legendary run on Netflix, by the way, because we've had several wins. You've had a couple of losses here along the way. But down here at 220, if you had bought at 220, and this is what I talk about. When you buy companies that are good companies that are making money that have an actual business, if you buy Bed Bath & Beyond because they send you a 10% off coupon in the mail, that makes no sense whatsoever. If you buy Netflix because you use Netflix and because Netflix is launching an ad tier, because Netflix is launching a gaming service, because Netflix has management uh, that actually has shown to provide a business um, and they have a service that you use and you like, you know, it's a different, different kind of stock. But you can see here, there's, there's gaps all over the place. This gap here between 242 and 253, that scares the fuck out of me. But at 400, um, you're going back here. This is what I was talking about with um, the 400 price target. And we've talked about this before. Uh, oh, come on. I'm going to move this. My trackpad sometimes doesn't like me. Um, but yeah, there's a gap here up to 350. You're trading at 310 right now. They have a $400 price target on Netflix. I think you probably could take your chances. Anything under 300, if the market gets nailed and, and um, Netflix goes under 300, I think you start your position there. I think I'll start my position there, I should say. Um, DocuSign, we went over. Uh, Lulu, we went over. Um, uh, Activision, Blizzard, Microsoft. The FTC is suing Microsoft to uh, block this deal. Microsoft came out yesterday and said, uh, we will uh, fight this one. You can see yesterday's candle was crazy. Yesterday's afternoon candle open was 73. Um, let me see. Open was 75. I'm sorry. High was 75.14, low 73. Um, close 74.77. So it's a big candle, a 0.44% move. You can see how big that candle is. Look at the volume. Uh, the MACD is crossing down. It doesn't look like it's. this is going to get you out probably at about 74. It's using that 200-day as a resistance level. The market is pricing in that this deal does not get done. Uh, the deal is at $95 a share. This could, uh, and it could, um, drag on for years. Microsoft's going to fight it. Um, they really want the company. The breakup fee is enormous. It doesn't hurt Microsoft all that much. Uh, if the FTC gets it done, you can see Microsoft just has gaps all the way, but you've got this ascending triangle 228, but you do have this gap down here between 228 and three, 234. Um, and you're, you're using the 200 day as resistance level. So I don't know that I'd necessarily get into Microsoft, but Microsoft is one that I absolutely 100% should be in your long-term portfolio. It's too ingrained in our society. Um, and by the way, if I put out this on, um, on TrendSpider, on, I'm sorry, on Twitter and stuff, if you think 
that you have some bad stocks where you bought into and um, you can't, you know, get out of them and you've been holding on to them and, and things of that sort. Um, Meta spent $45 billion on stock buybacks last year at an average price of $330. The stock today is worth 115 So $45 billion on stock buyback. So if you don't think that this company is going back to 300 if Zuckerberg doesn't have 300 as a price target, you're crazy. It uh, doesn't mean that you buy in right now because there is gaps down here around 94. I would say anything under 100. I've been saying shit. I think ever since I, I think I think my price target initially on this was anything under 200 should be a buy. But um, recently you have had some good gains on this one. That $95 price target. You're up at 115. Um, you know your your RSI is down at 51. It's kind of in no man's land. The MACD is kind of crossing down. I would expect it to cover under 100, but I would definitely add to your position under 100. Uh, again, Trend Spider sale is on uh, 60% off the advanced. is 55% off Elite. Link is in the description. Guys, when I'm off next week, you guys should be doing your scans. You guys should be looking at your stocks. I'm no genius. It's Trend Spider that makes me good. I'll share my algorithm with you. Again, it's 350 bucks for the year. If I can't make you three hundred, if my algorithm can't make you three hundred and fifty dollars, look at what we did with Boyle yesterday. And let's take a look at Boyle and the algorithm. Did Boyle cross up? Because James is asking, "Am I getting into Boyle again today?" Uh, I didn't get into it yesterday. Full disclosure. Look, James, it's covering that gap. So I think it hit. That's why I said yesterday I thought it was going to hit thirty-five. It didn't hit thirty-five today. It'll hit thirty-five. Let's see. Um, let's look at Boyle. I'm, I'm switching over to Active Trader Pro, but not on the screen. Uh, yeah, it's at 34.34. It's covering that gap today. It'll hit 35. Uh, it's going to cover that gap, and then it's going to go up to the 200 day at 40. Um, look at the volume. The volume's increasing. The MACD's about to cross up. So, am I getting in? Eh, I might. But again, I would sell it before the end of the day. I'm not holding it through the weekend. I don't care if it makes 1%. I don't care if it makes 2%. I don't care. You know, the risk is just not there. If you make 1% or 2% in this market, don't hold it over the weekend. You don't, I mean, shit. Putin might come out and say, you know what? We're, we're doing peace talks and we're going to provide energy back to Europe through Nord Stream Pipeline. You're stuck with holding boil, which is going to be worthless at that point if that comes out. Let's look at some scans. Pfizer, PFE. We had a cross-up. I think this is a secondary cross-up on a current run. Yep. Uh, 4309 was the buy-in on October 13th. Pfizer, you still got confirmation at 51. I wouldn't add to it. Wouldn't buy it. The uh, RSI is at 66. MACD is way too high, but secondary cross-up. Snowflake, we have a finally have a buy-in Snowflake uh, at 142.91. There is still gap down here at 127. This one will probably use the 200-day as its support, but you're over the 9-day. So that 142.91, I may add to my position. It seems like it's a positive one. It is down 141.40. It's down 1% in pre-market. It was up in pre-market up until the PPI. So uh, PayPal, we had a cross-up. I think this one is, uh, no, 74.19. It's an initial cross-up. But 
look at the losses. Um, you lose 46% on PayPal in the algorithm. You lose 64% buying and holding. 29 positions, um, you win 31% of the time, 8% average win. So I hold this at a much higher price. But again, it's Friday. I wouldn't put money in. One that has been running, and I said I didn't think it could run, but it has, is Moderna. Uh, at the end of the year, the, the U.S. and the large G7, they will stop funding COVID vaccines at a large amount. And co- uh, Moderna is a one-trick pony right now. Uh, they have several in the pipeline, additional vaccines. Uh, but it, right now, it's a one-trick pony. This is a $400 stock that has come down. Uh, that October 3rd, 26th, 136 was the buy-in. It just got you out with a 26% gain. But then it gets you back, right back in at 184. Um, so the MACD kind of came down through that, but it put in a pretty good shelf here. Uh, I would say the 200-day is probably more like a support, but God, this stock has just been, it's been a monster. Um, here, uh, buying in the algorithm, buying and selling in the algorithm makes you 108% over 1,000 candles. If you just bought and held, you would have made only 14%. Um, you have 28 positions. You win 42% of the time and your average win is 20%. So, uh, I'm not saying to buy up here because the last time we were up in this area was August and you can see it went right down to 134 and you lost a couple of times. That was part of your, uh, what? 58% losses. So I would say it's a little too rich for my blood and I'd probably wait for it to come down to this 200 because what we've seen is that thing comes down to the 200. Rocket Mortgage. I am not saying buy Rocket Mortgage. RKT. Um, this one has an ascending triangle. It's a secondary cross-up. The, the actual initial buy was November 10th at $7.08. It's high. I just brought bring it up because TrendSpider puts in that ascending triangle. It's just above the 200-day, um, and it's got some confirmation. If you like mortgages, I don't know who would be crazy enough to buy into a housing market like we have today on a Friday. That'd be freaking nuts. One I do like is Intuit. Uh, my father owns Intuit. It just broke the 200-day, and so it's below the 200-day. $403.46. trading at $405. This one, the algorithm loses you 13% versus buying and holding actually makes you 12%. Um, 32 positions, you win 25% of the time. Your average win is 10%. So it seems like it's a pretty good trading stock. You do have your um, your uh, dividend X date, January 9th. The RSI is a little bit high on this one. It has been putting in pretty much a capitulation between, I'd say, about 436 and about 350. I'd probably like to see you under 400 in this one, but the algorithm did give you a buy-in at 405. Um, Zoom. This is one we talked a little bit about on uh, YouTube uh, earlier. But Zoom is one. It got you a buy-in here at 72. Now, um, somebody brought up, I think it was uh, James or somebody. I can, uh, might have been, it was Cooper. Um, on a monthly full podcast, Zoom is one that might be good for a takeover. They have tons and tons of cash. It's a video platform. Zoom became a verb. And unfortunately, they're a one-trick pony. So they're probably only value is in buying it. But who's going to buy it? Not Apple, not Google, not Amazon. Um, 
uh, Oracle was the one that Motley Fool came up with that could buy it. I would rather see you put your money in Oracle than Zoom. And the reason I'd rather see you put your money in Oracle than Zoom is based on fundamentals. And Oracle has a 38 PE. Uh, Zoom has a 32. Okay? But what Oracle does is they buy back a ton of stock. And I've gone over this before uh, for long-time folks. Um, and uh, the buy-in on Oracle, October 3rd, 62, you just got you out with a 26% gain. Uh, I don't know that I'd necessarily get out right before their earnings because I think on December 12th, they're going to announce another buyback. And I think you'll see, you know, probably good earnings on this one. Now, the last earnings were disappointing. They went all the way from 75 down to 62. But I think this is an opportunity. And yeah, James points out Teams is so much better. Not only is Teams better, um, I don't think it's better. Uh, I think it's just a different platform. But here's what you have with Microsoft. If you buy a Microsoft license, you get Teams for free. Why is somebody paying extra money for Zoom? Whereas if you, you know, who's not paying for a license on Microsoft? Unless you're an Apple, uh, you know, customer. Uh, who's not, you know, if you've got Salesforce, you've got what, I think they own Slack. Um, I forget what they own. Um, but yeah, so it's all kind of poised in there. So. Okay, remember, TrendSpider is on sale. I might keep this to 40 minutes. Um, uh, TrendSpider is on sale. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tipping. I appreciate everything. The links are in the description. Uh, if you sign up for TrendSpider, just be sure to send me a message. Hit me up in the Facebook private group. Hit me up in, uh, on Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up anywhere. You can even leave a message on one of the, the chat things. Um, I think, oh, one th other thing. If you've listened this far, Leave a review. Hit me up on five stars on Spotify if you're listening there. If you're listening on Apple, go down to library, uh, find my show, and then just scroll down and hit five stars. You can hit five stars and type in a review. Did I make you money? Did I lose you money? You know, if I lost you money, don't leave a review. <laughs> Most likely I made you money. Most people do. But yeah, just leave a review. I mean, that, that's better than tipping at this point. Uh, and if you're listening on, on YouTube live or you, you, you zoom over to uh, YouTube live, just hit the subscribe button. I got to hit a thousand subscribers within a year. I just found out. So, um, I, it's not a huge deal. I'm not going to monitor to make a ton of money off of that one. And my course is coming out. <laughs> I always joke. I mean, I'm going to feel bad if I actually do put out a course, but it'll probably just be a, um, a, a little book, probably nothing more than like, you know, 40, 40 pages. Um, with the strategy that I use, uh, teaching you guys kind of where to, what the confirmation stuff is, what the, the validation is and all of that stuff so that you guys can day trade. So, uh, if you have any questions, hit me up though. Uh, I'm always here and don't be shy. I mean, I have thousands of podcast listeners. Nobody reaches out. Um, join the Facebook group, you know, like Zephan was in there yesterday pointing out about, um, Boyle it was great. I mean, you know, I, I mocked everybody in the group. <laughs> so have a great weekend, everybody. I'll, I, I may talk to you next week. Hopefully I will. If not, I'll put out a short little podcast. I may not do YouTube live, but I'll definitely be putting out a short little podcast with some scans. Um, sign up for TrendSpider. I'm telling you, if, if you can't make $350 in a year uh, off, off the algorithm, um, you're crazy. You're nuts. 
I mean, it, it, it does so much good. So, okay, take care.